Opinions and ideas expressed in the following Moraine Valley Broadcast Channel recording are those of its creators and do not represent the views of Moraine Valley Community College. Welcome to the Layman Lectures. Lectures dumbed down for people like you. Hey. I'm your host, Nathaniel Levinish, and today I'll be talking with the lovely lecture ladies. I am Shereen Soleil. I'm Carly Sullivan. And I'm Olivia Burbett. Today's letter is D for discourse. Which is the which is probably the grade you're receiving in the class and the reason why you're joining us today. Study. Disclosure is Discourse. Discourse. <laughs> it's okay. Why don't you tell us what discourse is? Discourse is <laughs> the thoughts and subject topics viewed. It is discussed typically orally through a conversation. Popular discourse is something you could possibly find on YouTube. For example, Nicole Arbor's Dear Fat People, touching on a touchy subject. I hate that video. Academic discourse is more founded through a classroom setting or what an educator would typically say. And political discourse is what affects the world, such as Michelle Obama's Let's Move campaign, which my lovely lady, Carly, will touch on later in this podcast. So what is the discourse about today? Obesity. Well, what about obesity? Um, ah, we're going to touch on the obesity crisis and focus mainly on the causes and solutions from various areas of discourse like popular, academic, and political. And we're going to discuss how the food industry influences our discourse in these areas. So the first type of discourse that we're going to discuss is popular discourse. That is the type of discourse that you're probably the most familiar with. It's the kind of discussion that you hear every day. It comes from people that aren't necessarily experts on the topic. For example, you may have seen or heard of the video titled Dear Fat People. Mm. <laughs> seen that video. She is not funny. That's no. <laughs> being taken down and put up, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes, multiple times. If you haven't seen that video, it is... A YouTube video posted by a woman named Nicole Arbor in September of 2015. It's a six-minute video filled with her thoughts and ideas on the obesity topic. She's a big supporter of the personal responsibility idea, and she shares her accounts, or she shares her personal encounters with people that are obese. This is popular discourse because she is in no way an expert on that topic. There was no extensive research that went into that video. It is just mainly her opinion. And so, now when you guys hear popular discourse on obesity, what are the kind of things you hear? Well, when I see popular discourse, well, basically all around us with the ads mm -hmm. of Pepsi, Coke, Burger King, McDonald's, which is really frightening, to be honest, because you just, you really can't escape it. And with all the just... They make it look like obesity is abnormal. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. it's not actually everywhere you turn, which it is. So, I mean, that's how the food industry is playing on this. But what are some things that, like, just in popular, everyday conversation, people say about fat people? That, well, it's their own fault. That's what I hear a lot. Definitely. Right? Rude. It's like, well, eat less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And some, some words that I would probably associate with thinking of an obese person would be, they breathe heavy, they're unhealthy, they waddle, they smell, they're ugly. All these horrible right. words yeah. and phrases that you would associate with a obese person when they're really just a person, like an everyday person. 
They just mm-hmm. have a little bit extra cushion on them. And people get so angry at them because they feel like they're getting privileges that no one else is getting when really, I mean, they have health problems. They really do have trouble walking. These are not things that they've brought upon themselves. It could happen to anybody. It's not mm-hmm. like yeah. they were born this way. Exactly. And even I have come across some uh, unfortunately obese people that even blame themselves for their own obesity. And unfortunately, those people are close to me. So, Right. Well, there was a video going around Facebook that it was fat people answering questions. Yeah that people are asking of them and and they were telling their experiences and it was sad to listen to these these everyday people people you see walking down the street how upset they are with themselves yeah because of the way the food industry is making us think that it's this abnormal thing by looking at pepsi ads and seeing these skinny people in front of you Mm -hmm. and i would like to say this it's probably an ethical issue that has arise because of size discrimination and obese people could probably say that they have become ill to health because of the fat ethics that have been said towards them which could cause them to gain the disorder of having a bad relationship with food their body their self-image and relationships in general yeah right Mm -hmm. well and this this idea that it's all personal responsibility is also tying into the political discourse which is it's really sad because if you look at the Michelle Obama Let's Move campaign, which Shireen said I would speak about, mm-hmm. basically what it's telling these people to do is get out and exercise. Like this weight is your fault. Get out and fix yeah. it. Yeah. When I mean we learned in class that exercise is not the solution to this problem. It's all portion size, calorie intake count. Correct. That's that's exactly what we're talking about here. And it's pretty depressing with the Michelle Obama Let's Move campaign because it was mostly pointed towards children like mm-hmm. right. like you see on Nickelodeon Cartoon Network the uh, hour of a day um, hour day of play and, right. and all that it makes the people and it makes the kids who are unfortunately obese and overweight feel like they're trash right and, and some, they feel like they're not they're not getting better and they don't know why especially if they're like antisocial and don't really have that many friends well why why would they have a reason to go outside and play if right. they really don't like right Well, and Mm -hmm. the problem with it coming from a political standpoint is that politics are fueled by the the food industry. Oh, no That's how the food industry is making their way into this political discourse. They're very money hungry. Mm -hmm. The the lobbyists will pay for these campaigns, so obviously these politicians aren't going to say, this food is bad for you. They're going to find a different way around it, you know? And it's pretty sad, like, with all the politics, like, every day... You barely hear anything on, well, obesity, other than Michelle Obama's Let's, Let's Move campaign, which was almost 10 years ago. It was, right. and it's pretty darn sad, to be honest. I don't know if it was 10 years ago. That makes me feel really old. 2008. <laughs> 2008, is, 2008 was the election year. 2009, when Obama got elected, Michelle Obama started Let's Move campaign about 2009, I think. Jeez. Well, back to... <laughs> Obesity. Obesity. Uh, okay, back to obesity. Uh, well, that leaves academic discourse. Yeah. Which yes. is our last area to touch on. Does anyone have anything they would like to start with before I delve in and just run my mouth some more? Well, when you hear academic discourse, you think about the articles that you see written on obesity. And a lot of those articles 
have been funded by Coca-Cola. Sadly, you're right. Yeah. yeah, That's pretty scary, to be honest, because who would really want, in in the hindsight, for me to um, put this into words, it's really scary how something that's trying to sell you, a company that's trying to sell you something is telling you how to eat. Well, tell me how Coca-Cola backs science. Like, science was around long before Coca-Cola came around. Why (laughs) all of a sudden is Coca-Cola getting involved in science? Coca-Cola got the money. Coca-Cola wants answers. They want answers that aren't actually happening. They want to make sure people are still buying their products. Which is unfortunately how business works, but when business hurts people, that's a bad thing. (laughs) And back to popular discourse... What do you see when it's Super Bowl Sunday when you walk first into the into a grocery store? Beer. You see all, wow, you see besides all, the beer. <laughs> <laughs> you see all the Coca-Cola products right. and the family size chip bags and mm-hmm. yeah. everything that's... Well, and that ties into the political discourse. Why aren't the politics doing anything to say that this family size bag is too large? Like, how big is your family? Because... Well, a lot bigger now that they're eating that entire family-sized bag of chips. That's but, horrible. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that's the problem. All of these things go hand in hand. Yeah. And you've got the food industry playing a role in every single area of discourse. Yes. There's no way you can have a conversation about the obesity crisis without Coca-Cola or Pepsi sticking their head in and being like, hey, by the way, did you think about this? Yeah, you should drink... Are refreshing, nutritious. Are you thirsty from this conversation? Because I feel like you might need a Coca Cola. <laughs> I'll have water, thank you very much. <laughs> right. That's you know probably probably not though because they also own that company. So if you're picking up a Dasani, you can thank them. I'll go to my sink. <laughs> so basically, I mean that's what it comes down to is who's got the money. Mm-hmm. The companies Coke, Pepsi. Everybody. Right, as they own, you know, hundreds of other name brands yeah. that you don't mm-hmm. even think about. That's, it, it's all affecting obesity. Yes, and that yeah. brings us to the playbook from the food industry. So <laughs> the food industry has lots of different ways that they focus on making people buy their products and fixing their image so that people don't associate it with obesity. That would be the playbook. This is the big companies marketing their products but taking no responsibility from what they are causing to individuals saying that in the end it's the individual's issue on becoming obese yes. or so what unhealthy what you're saying is that these companies have an actual plan to make people unhealthy and they have no problem with it yes it's that's all to wild. fix their image cool, <laughs> make sure people buy their products and even when someone tries to go, when someone tries to, like from a, like a stu- academic discourse study about obesity and Coke and Pepsi, all of that, as as you said earlier, that they technically that Coke can run science. They hire scientists to make false science in order to get out the answer that they want and call the other um, more viable and academic resources mm-hmm. junk, as they say, junk science, and that's honestly vile and. So these people are making me feel fat. E- yes, yeah. they are. So, so the weight I'm gaining is their fault, and they're trying to make it look like it's my fault. It's completely their fault. 
but Carly, I don't see any extra weight on you. Like, do um, you... did you see the Pepsi model? Because I don't think I look like that Pepsi model, oh and that boy. means that I am too heavy for the situation. But do you see how heavy I am? I mean, to okay, you? but you, you. You, you're not heavy compared to like you know some of the people walking down the street. Like I see myself. Okay. All the time. Okay. But like stop. Please. Well, anyways, catch us up next week to discuss biology 102 biology. lecture number three. I'm so sorry. This has been the Layman Lectures. <laughs>